and we're back. What's up, everybody? That wasn't good. Let's do it again. That's a little bit better. And we're back. How's it going, everybody? This has been to Well Done, coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day. Woo! Today is uh, June the 24th, Friday at 5.32 in the morning. How are you doing? So, let's talk, guys. Let's talk. Let's get to know each other. Um, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, in comedy, here's the thing, like, I recently realized this, and like a lot of things in life, a lot of things that you realize that are the easiest, most upfront truth right in front of you, right? It's common sense, but you sort of got to, like, uh, detach and look at some things, um, that way you can see that piece of food in the refrigerator that you want to eat that's right in front of you or, or whatever. You know what I mean? That thing that you're looking for that's just right there. So basically, I kind of realized something very important the other day. And this has to do with comedy. So anyway, which is that, um, you know, you could be the funniest person in the world without a doubt. If there was a competition, everyone would be like, this guy is the funniest guy in the world. Like, he's amazing. But unless you're known, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, I guess, yeah, it has some meaning. But the thing is, whenever you're watching, like, the Olympics or something like that, there might actually be someone else stronger in the world, but you got to get to the competition. The only difference is, though, is that in comedy, it's not, it's not a meritocracy based off of just skill sets, right? There are certain politics, and I've said this before, between um, kind of like acting, you know, you, you gotta you gotta look the part. Um, that's a whole other discussion. Me personally, I used to love, and I still do love older films, because if you look at somebody like Robert De Niro, he's nothing impressive to look at. If you look at somebody like Al Pacino, nothing impressive to look at. They used to have actors and I mean like the best actors everywhere. Um, and depending on the film, you, you did not have to look the part, okay? Some of the best actresses ever, not attractive. And it's not that they're ugly, they're just not standout models is what I'm saying, you know? I mean, with the right clothes, a lot of people can look great, but I'm not trying to digress too much. I'm getting back to comedy. My point is, is that it's definitely not like that for acting anymore. Everybody has to look beautiful. And the acting is a lot worse. Like, a lot, a lot worse. Um, and uh, as far as comedy goes, there's certain marketability to where you are more or less marketable. And it shouldn't be that way, but it is. That's just entertainment industry. 2022 is what it is. But anyway, point is, I've realized that the common sense... Uh, because I am, look, I'm not being weird, I'm just being honest, I'm a white dude, right? Um, and, uh, for that specifically, uh, I am in the least talked about marketability groups, and that's just some common, that's just some common sense, it is what it is, right? Um, but that takes nothing away from me, okay, nobody is saying anything bad about me, I'm not doing anything bad, but the point is, on a large, grand scale, okay, uh, aesthetically, I'm just less marketable. But it should matter how funny you are. The point is this. I realized that 
Oh, oh, and then not just that, to add on top of that, even if I was, uh, you know, some other whatever, you know, fill in the blank to be more marketable in some aspect, it really just matters as far as how many people you know to sell tickets. That's what it comes down to. It. If I were to sell out a stadium with 50,000 people in it, I would have to know 50,000 people. So then comes the other part of the beast, the social media presence. And again, this is some problem solving stuff, so just hear me out. Um, there could be a girl with a blown out, fat ass, just sexy, gorgeous, with no talent at all. Her talent is just pretending to be pretty and then actually being pretty, you know? Just making some half smile looks and, uh, you know, maybe taking a picture at a gym, selling some workout product that she doesn't work out at, uh, at all or whatever. But anyway, and she could have millions of followers. So how do I, at face value, not looking like a sexy ass girl? That's another perfect example, marketability, right? Um, and not looking like a supermodel or not being the right this or how do I rise above, above the crop? So there's two things, okay? Number one is if I'm not going to be noticeable on a large scale of social media presence, I have to do it like a 1930s politician, old school, and get out there and start shaking hands and meeting people. I have to start being a lot more um, political in the aspect of, like I said, 1930s politician, internet doesn't exist. I have to move, interact, and meet, and, and get to know people as though, like old school, in person, right? And unlike other people where they blow up online, okay, and they carry that social media presence with them, I can always work on that and try to get better at that, but my goal, my, you know, my crown jewel is going to be those in-person social interactions. Um, I try to find any other way they could do it. I know as far as social media goes, um, they actually have collaboration websites to where I could pay like, I'm just guessing a number, $200. And I could take a picture with somebody and that company gets a portion of that money and that person I'm getting a picture with, he gets a percentage. And the whole point is to pump me up, to get me more known. And I am going to do that because that is just a reality of a situation. You don't ever see uh, commercials, okay, about Instagram, but everybody knows what Instagram is. You know what I mean? So that is the new way of advertising. And when you advertise yourself, if it was at a radio station or if it was a car commercial or something like that, you have to pay for that advertisement. So in that aspect on the social media uh, presence, I know that's, in my opinion, the best way to do it. In addition to getting known on a broad scale, hitting that, see that's a different battlefield than the first one I was talking about, uh, which is meeting people in person. But um, I I realized the other day, you know, when I, when I set my goals, I don't stop until I get there. Before I get there, I set another goal behind it. I already have like multiple goals set in advance, but my point is this. My first goal is to meet and have on my Instagram 10,000 people. Why 10,000? Because I want to reach 1,000. My goals are always 10 times more than the goal uh, that's ahead of it. So my, you know, uh, indirect goal, 
excuse me, is a thousand. But it's easier to think a thousand when I think ten thousand, because then that's just ten percent of it. I can blow through that. You know what I mean? So that's that's pretty much where I'm at right now. I have this podcast. I have people listening to it. Very um, all over the world, but it's not it's not uh, registering as one of the most popular. It's it's not. It's just it isn't right. But on a global scale, you got billions of people or whatever. I'll turn my air conditioning on. Give me a second. Here we go. Hopefully that's not too noisy. But anyway, um, on a global scale, not known at all. But internationally, okay, I am. Now, let's just say hypothetically, 100 people download and listen to this and what I'm saying right now. In the world, 100, that's nothing. So, I'm still basically not known at all, okay? Um, I have this, uh, these metrics on YouTube and on um, uh, this thing called Buzzsprout, which is the, the platform that I use this uh, podcast on, and you can, you can find it on Apple, iTunes, and everywhere else that has a podcast. But anyway, point is... I can see the different download locations and they are all over the world. But again, all of the world means nothing. Let's just say you have one person in 10 different countries. Well, that's all over the world right there. You know what I mean? But that's only 10 people. So um, anyway, long story short, I'm working on getting better. I want to introduce myself to everybody. And the whole purpose is those interpersonal relationships, I truly, truly believe, especially knowing my background in the military or the job that I did, um, that's a whole other, anyway, um, that these interpersonal relationships are the things that are going to make people remember you more than anything else. And it's really important that I do that because, again, it's the only way, it's my biggest advantage and my biggest, most clear route to selling 10,000 tickets, 50,000 tickets, 100,000 tickets, having 10 million views on YouTube and stuff like that. You know, I'm a big believer that the first way to conquer something is to have a plan. And then you have like certain contingencies, not if it doesn't go right, but if a like an obstacle arises in your plan. Even if everything is going right, you still may have some things. So I like to have... Um, not alterations to the plan, but like, again, perfect word, contingencies. It's something, if this happens before step one, then I'm going to do this to make it happen. And I'll have a few other ways to make sure I get to step one. And then a few other ways to get to step two. So it's all, it's like, it's all progressive, but it's like a progressive plan with problem solving built into it. That's pretty well said, I can say so myself. So anyway that being mentioned i hope everybody has a beautiful day i really do appreciate your time and this is me getting to know you and telling you how i'm going to get to know the world so with that being mentioned i hope everybody has a beautiful day i'm benji well done check me out peace